Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Comic Catch-Up, where you catch up on your comics. I'm Hayden. I'm Kobe. And I am Zeke. And uh, welcome to episode one. Let's let's get this out of the way. I, I just didn't want to say it quickly because I don't want to dwell on it too long. Uh, unfortunately, at the time of recording this, it's only a short time after the passing of Kevin Conroy, mm-hmm. November 10th, 2022. Mm. Uh, for me and many people, the definitive voice of Batman. Absolutely, the definitive Batman in many ways. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been trying to avoid all all things about Kevin Conroy. I tried watching one episode of the animated series. I'm like, I'm getting oddly emotional about this, and I don't get emotional about things because mm-hmm. it's like it it is like the most influential mm-hmm. show on to me, even as an adult. Mm. Nothing odd about it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I would just say like um, to those of you who are grieving this to those of you who um, were really touched by Kevin's work and those of you who have found solace and comfort in his time as the Batman keep his memory alive watch watch his stuff um, read his uh, Book that he did during the uh, DC Pride of mm-hmm. Pride Finding special. Batman? Yes. yes, Finding Batman, an excellent comic. Everyone should read Finding Batman yep. DC Pride special. Absolutely, they it's put free. it out for free. On yes, DC. they put it for yeah. free, mm-hmm. and um, just emulate the kind of person who he was and the kind of person his Batman was. You know, I'm just emulating what everyone's saying. He, he is my Batman as well. He is my favorite Batman. Mm-hmm. I think his best work, in my opinion, was the Arkham games. Uh, oh really? Yeah, Please. yeah. He was. It was great. I mean, his performance in Arkham Knight, though, the ways he hit that emotion mm-hmm. sometimes would blow me away. Yeah, I, mean, I love the games, but man, I mean, I'm pretty biased to the original animated series. Of course, that, of that is course. true. I do have a few years on y'all. Plus, I grew up with my brother's hand-me-downs, so I also have <laughs> like an older sense anyway. So yeah. I, yeah. I grew up with the animated series, mm-hmm. like from the start. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I recently rewatched. Uh, an excellent first season episode of Batman the Animated Series called uh, Perchance to Dream, which has perhaps one of the best 20-minute Batman arcs that anyone could, like, fit into that. And Kevin Conroy goes through the whole, just, like, a whole compilation of emotion. He's happy, he's sad, he's perplexed, he's He's filled with angst, he's filled with sadness, and you see this like whole range of emotion just across this one episode. So if you want to see it, I think it's maybe the... Like ninth or tenth episode of the first season, Perchance to Dream, Batman the Animated Series. It's maybe his best. Uh, I mean, of course, I need to rewatch the games again, but definitely one of his best performances in the whole thing. But yeah, no, his everything you said was accurate. Um, amazing Batman, and his Batman was all about um, you know overcoming the trauma of your past to be something different and better, which I feel is you know not all Batman have a message, but his did, and. Jesus Christ, I don't think there'll be another like that for a while. Nope, you know? nope. Can't, couldn't agree more. And I like how his Batman actively wrestled with the aspects of his philosophy. Like, I think the one that strikes to me most is during Mask of the Phantasm, mm. when he is crouching on his parents' graves like it didn't count on being happy. Like, that, that really got to me mm-hmm. um, as, a, as a young Batman fan growing, growing up. And I think... His struggle to kind of come to terms with that and to fall back on his grief just, you know, it, it just goes to show you that like superheroes um, and the people who are emulating, who are who are the alter egos as well, like they're not perfect. They don't have all of the 
all the right choices and it'll make all the right choices. They're humans, just mm-hmm. like you, me, everyone else. And that made mm-hmm. that made Kevin's Batman that much more relatable to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was always partial to uh, in Batman Beyond the old grizzled Bruce yeah. Wayne. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. There's just something about that old grizzled Bruce Wayne, especially with that version of Ace the Bat Hound, is probably mm-hmm. my favorite as well. Like he's just like such a badass still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like mm-hmm. it's just something. Like yep, popping that's... pills and kicking ass. That's yeah, old damn Bruce right. Wayne is doing. Like, I, damn right. You know, I feel like I'm about to have a heart attack. Oh, let me kick the shit out of these kids. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Or, Crap. I don't know if we're allowed to cuss on this or not. I don't, I don't know either. I think we should that's be That's probably able to cuss. a thing that we should have asked before we started recording. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Um, Worst comes to worst, we'll bleep them out after. Absolutely. We can, we can put in little POW effects or something. Exactly. That'd be, that'd actually be a really nice, nice art so, choice. Yeah. 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 That'd be great. So, like we'll, a well, bam. Yeah, we'll, exactly. We'll, we'll try to watch it a little, but we won't be. Mm-hmm. Here, here's, here's, a, here's, a good, uh, here's a good example of it. All right, three, two, one. <laughs> Damn it. Insert. ding <laughs> <laughs> You know, the, for the number of times that I've said, you better ding I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a phrase so just, I haven't heard in a long time. So you just roll out of bed and bada ding You know, that's my experience. Oh, but. man, that's a rough day if you bada ding right out of bed. <laughs> okay, you read that way, way rooter than I did. <laughs> I went immediately in the gutter with that. Yeah, no, 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 as you should. Oh, God. Anyway, uh... That's one of those nice. I feel I feel like we've uh, joyfully, you know, and I feel like we've honored that memory, and now let's move on yeah, to uh, what we got going on. I guess let's just kind of introduce ourselves. I'm Hayden Hamilton. I'm a senior here at Emerson College. I'm a comedic arts major, which, uh, yes, is ill-advised at best, but <laughs> it's, it's, the cho- it's the choice that we've made. You know, we're, we're here, so we're doing it. And, uh, yeah, I really have enjoyed comic books all my life, like I was saying earlier, Batman the Animated Series as a kid growing up was the most influential show on me still today. I mean, just like the things that it installed in me about the man I want to try to be and also just the content that I want to try to create, I still would say it's the most influential TV show that has ever affected me. Mm. Uh, and then with comics, I've I've been, you know, I read them as a kid and then I kind of fell off in a little bit when, uh, you know, you're, you realize that, oh, my parents aren't just going to buy me things anymore. And then I kind of came back on pretty hard when, again, I had my own money. And then, especially when COVID hit, I really fell into comics as my my little safe haven. Because, you know, at least the, the heroes win in the end, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of my backstory. Mm. Yeah, wonderful origin story. Just moving. Yeah, oh, and then I got bit by a spider. Oh, oh really? yeah. And I went to the hospital. So oh, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It was like a one mm-hmm. in five chance. Yeah, it was very, yeah. it was very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, much, much, much different outcome. Yeah. Mary Jane definitely went with the other person, uh, which you know it, it happens. There's a lot of kinds of Mary Jane in this world, yeah. and even if you don't find one, there's always another. You know. Now, if I could just figure out marijuana, what, what, yes, <laughs> what, what these webs are, I would really like to know why my body is excreting. Oh, oh, okay. I, I, well, 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 we yeah, need a doctor's note. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Safety, safety. All right. I'll introduce myself. My name is Kobe Pulaski. I am also a senior. I'm a theater and performance major. Uh, some might call that ill-advised as well. Um, but, we all go to Emerson. Uh, yeah, we all, we all go. It's a communications school. <laughs> um, but um, I got into comics uh, when I was young, too. I think one of my first ones was in X-Men comic when they were 
when they were fighting off against the va- vampires uh, a while back, 08, and then there was uh, another one where the Danger Room became sentient. I and then, love that one. Yeah. Yes, Astonishing X-Men. Yeah, and oh. then she like became a sexy woman and was like, I'm going to kill you, Charles, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I, I mean, I was just hooked. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yep, gateway drug. Right gateway there. drug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I slowly got more into Marvel, DC. Kind of fell off like the whole comics uh, comics ride a little bit uh but slowly getting back in with like a lot of tvs movies and especially video games as well mm. um I, i'm mostly interested in like you know character development and stories stuff like that um so my favorites are like watchmen scott pilgrim vs the world uh, invincible mm. uh those kind of comics um i'm really i'm looking forward to see how the discussion turns out today boys and uh you know, I'm, I'm really happy to be part of this. Mm. And break. And break, yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Zeke Frankel. Um, I came to comics a little late, <laughs> a little late, at the ripe old age of about maybe seven or eight. I know, I know. I'm an old man coming to comics, but I, um, when I was a kid, I was more of a Star Wars kid, I do have to admit. I do have to admit. Um, I was really pulled in by, like, the visual medium, and there weren't a whole lot of superhero movies like there are in the early 2000s to get me hooked, you know? Um, I didn't see Spider-Man. I think I saw, you know, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, and I enjoyed that greatly. But um, it also did kind of scare me a little bit, you know? So I feel like I didn't really get pulled into comics until I read this series called Usagi Yojimbo by Stan Sakai, and it is a comic about a rabbit samurai in the Edo period of Japan. Um, who, Robert Ronin, I should say, a masterless samurai that wanders between oh, towns. Yeah. Um, and that is not one of your regular comics, but it just pulled me in. Uh, everything about, like, the story and the kind of dynamic way that um, these comics kind of, like, presented the the whole... It's, it's different because it's, like... I've always thought about comics as like a fun middle ground between a book and a movie because you can mm-hmm. see the action that's happening and it's all it's very visual, but it's also got great writing. And I think that exemplified all of those and pulled me in. And then that was my uh, said it before, but I'll say it again: da- gateway drug into everything else. <laughs> and then I think that I spent my high school career being a little too obsessed with comic scanning and using up the parts of your brain that you should probably use for I don't know planning for college. Uh, math, science, all this stuff, learning every single minor villain Batman ever fought or every single suit that Iron Man ever wore or something like that. Oh, yeah, and also I'm a (laughs) VMA, video media arts major at Emerson. Um, There's a lot of us, and we are very annoying. Please avoid us at all costs. It's it's like like the first question you ask someone when you meet them. What's your major? Yes. VMA? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Get out. I know. It's like there are a lot of, not to slander my own group right here, but there's a lot of bad VMAs out there. Uh, watch out. But, <laughs> watch out. Here yeah. comes the VMAs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no. We don't own that. Completely original song right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Please don't see this. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Spider-Man scaring you. Actually, my father took me to go see the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, I'm older than you. Uh, 
So yeah, like 20, 30 years, something like that. I mean, enough so that a, at a child's age, it, mm-hmm. would, it would make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that I was a real, uh, I, I was not a very brave child. Uh, <laughs> um, but I had to leave the theater. I, didn't, I had made my dad leave the movie. Wow. Uh, I know the exact scene. Mm. It was when Green Goblin busts through the wall and taunt May and makes Aunt May recite the Lord's Prayer because I was very small and all I had to protect me was God at that point. (laughs) (laughs) And Green Goblin took that away and like, well, now I have nothing. I I don't know. Spider Man doesn't seem to be winning right now, and God apparently can't help me, so I don't know what's happening. How dare you, Will uh-huh. Buffo, take that uh-huh. away from me? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi's Spider Man caused a lot of people to lose their faith in God, I feel. <sighs> um, beautiful movie series, but yeah, yeah, no, no. Caused a lot of crisis of faith. Um, it's actually banned in Vatican City um, for that very reason. It's a string of six year olds that no longer believe. Exactly. exactly. The Pope had to officially denounce mm-hmm. uh, the Spider Man trilogy. It's true. It's true. Though I hear Sam. Pope Francis might reverse that. He's a big Toby Maguire. He's, he's the reason fan. that the third movie didn't get the funding. Actually. Exactly. You know, you know what's funny? Uh, speaking of the third movie, that was the first Spider Man movie that I watched. That was the, also the yeah. third movie. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. It was wow. bad. It was bad. Mm-hmm. It was. I don't. That's the first one I watched as an adult. Yeah, I, I watched it at my grand at my grandparents' house um, when I was like like eight or eight or so, mm. and then like that church that church bell scene like legitimately scared the piss out of me because I thought it was so great. But then I was like, wait a minute, Bully McGuire is a thing. Oh <laughs> God, this movie sucks. There are great parts yes, of that movie. Absolutely. There are some really great parts. Yeah, that's the easily the best Sandman that has ever oh. been on anywhere. One hundred percent. Anywhere. Probably yeah. the best part of the movie. Mm. I hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact: uh, they actually one of the producers, Avi Avrad, don't sue us, uh, insisted on Venom being in it. It was originally just going to be a Sandman movie, but insisted yeah. on putting Venom in there for the toy sales. So it was basically a whole new storyline that kind of had to get sewn into this already finished screenplay. And they're like, well, you know what? We have a perfectly good running series that we can ruin by putting this kid in here. Yeah. So we'll ruin mm-hmm. that 70 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love you, Topher Grace. You're a great and black Klansman. I, I do love yeah. you, Topher Grace. That '70s show was hugely influential mm-hmm. on me. But on the one hand, I think I ca- I kind of get it because it's like it's really hard to kind of sell a movie on Sandman a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always been like well, C-tier best. The Green Goblin's kid. Oh, which the they new Goblin. Just call know. him the Hobgoblin. Why wasn't it the Hobgoblin? Just call it the Hobgoblin. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No... I mean, James Franco is. I think mutually agreed to be the worst part of even the best Spider-Man movies in the Sam Raimi trilogy. His acting is fairly subpar compared to everyone else giving their 110%. And the very um, first and one, even before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very first one, he was good. He was probably, yeah, I think, I don't know. But, like, in the second one, he had his moment where, like, he was like, he humiliated me. And he put on his sunglasses and was like, he touched me. And, of course, that comment also aged badly. But, um, like James, no. It was also, yeah, you know, it's, I get what you're saying. You didn't really need to. Right. It's hard, probably, probably that's the whole reason they glommed. Venom on in the first place. Yeah. Sorry, we, we tangent. We tangent out here. <laughs> yeah. All the time. In all the previous episodes, we've done this, so just you have to get used to it. Pretty mm. <laughs> much. Um, what did you guys think of Kirsten Dunst as MJ? 
Kirsten Dunst is a great actress. I hard, hard mm-hmm. agree. Yeah, hard yeah. agree. Uh, Fargo, in the second season of Fargo, she gave an amazing performance. Power, Power of the Dog. Oh, Power of the Dog, she's fantastic. Phenomenal. Um, but I think it came down a little bit to how the character was written. And yeah. Mary Jane was not written like Mary Jane in the comics. Basically a completely new red-headed character with the name, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I don't love... I think there's a lot of things to love about the Sam Raimi movies. The way they wrote Mary Jane... And, you know, maybe the way they wrote a lot of female characters in those movies, not the best part. Yeah. So That's just my opinion. Especially when you treated Gwen Stacy like an afterthought. Like, mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Gwen Stacy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I well, like the building scenes with MJ in the first two movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where they like, okay, well, we're, like, we're, we're just introducing us to the characters, so they have to put information <laughs> where in the beginning where it's that whole speech where she... She does the, you know, I really want to be an actress mm-hmm. and whatnot. So it's like we're setting that up because later she does become, you know, a an actress or a model depending on which era. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're setting up that part of her character and we're setting up the abusive part of her life. And then in the second movie we see that she doesn't, you know, she's been able to escape from home by having this job now. But it's a terrible job by, and it's working for someone that is treating her terribly as well. But she needs the money. And it's so... It's like we every time we we introduced MJ, I feel like we get some of that character, and I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And then immediately it's like, okay, now you scream. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. And it's it's also a little unfortunate because MJ in the comics is probably one of the best like love interest characters because every superhero's got to have like a love interest character. Mm-hmm. But with Mary Jane Watson, they, her whole thing from the beginning was that like, oh, she's outspoken. Oh, she knows what she wants. She has a very distinctive personality that set her apart from most of the love interests of being like confident, being secure in who she is as a person, knowing her wants and needs, not putting them, uh, not putting, you know, she, of course she ended up loving Peter Parker, but she didn't put his goals over her own. They were a very, you know, equal relationship. Um, she's a very distinctive character and I feel like, I don't know that they, they kind of just found, felt like they needed a, damsel in distress yeah yeah i I think the main issue with me is that i genuinely felt that toby and kirsten had no chemistry Hmm. i think like in the sense uh this might be a hot take but like i think Hmm. the the overall campiness of the dialogue a little bit because like it was trying its best to emulate a comic right Hmm. and some dialogue in comics is very campy in nature you know fully get fully get that i just think that the energies that Toby and Kirsten were putting forward did not mesh all that well. And I didn't really believe that someone like MJ's Kirsten's Us would, would fall for, I'm going to put some dirt in your eye, <laughs> Toby McGuire, you know? Um, and I didn't, I didn't really believe that so much. But I think, like like you said, in the building scenes were very... Punctual. I was like, I can get behind a character like this. Mm-hmm. And as the trilogy progressed, it felt like MJ sort of was pushed off the side a mm-hmm. little bit to make more room for Peter. And internally, I'm screaming like, No! I mean, I get it, but yeah. no, no, you gotta, you mm-hmm. gotta focus on both of both mm-hmm. of them. That's the whole point of this whole trilogy. And yeah. then, yeah, I mean, part of it is that she's only ever seen from Peter's perspective too. Right. You know, she's his goal to save or to want. Uh, so how much you know? How much are they really giving her to be a character of her own? Right. She, all she is is just to be kind of like the prize 
that he wins. And I get it. In those movies, like, when I was re-watching those movies recently, like, Toby, excuse me here, but Toby is having a f***ed up life in those movies. Like, kapow. he is. Kapow. <laughs> He's having a kapow <laughs> life. Like, literally the whole city, like, his, his teachers, his classmates, his landlord, everyone just Everybody bullies this guy it. for no reason. Like, his landlord snatches $20 out of his hand, his last $20. He drops his books on the ground in Spider-Man 2, and everyone just, like, walks over them. Like, his whole thing is that he's just a man that the entire city of New York decides to bully. You notice that even after he gets his spider powers, his spider sense only works sometimes, and especially not when he's Peter Parker. Yeah. Like, in other, mm-hmm. like there's other times where, like, in comics or in TV shows, he'll be like, oh, I have my spider, pow- like my spider sense, but I'm going to let this whatever hit me anyway so that it doesn't appear like I do. Mm-hmm. And in this one, he's just, like, gets hit in the head by a stray backpack, mm-hmm. and it's for nobody. There's nobody right. looking at him besides the audience. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, I feel like... Uh, your spider power should have been like <laughs> corner of a book. It's a dictionary at your temple now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Exactly, exactly. It's like, uh, well, it's interesting. They're trying to do slapstick for the hero that is literally unable to be hit by any slapstick sort of yeah. <laughs> thing. His whole that's thing his best is that power. he cannot be hit <laughs> in the conventional way, <laughs> you know? It's like whenever they make someone stronger mm-hmm. than the Hulk, I'm like, well, what do you expect? the character to do at this point. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> fight the Hulk. Yeah. Meanwhile, Andrew Garfield's like, I want to do some NBA shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you were talking about the campiness of that movie, and then mm. I am going to move on. Uh, two things about that movie that I found both my favorite and my least favorite. Even yeah. as a kid, uh, MJ's hair in that very first movie I was like, what is going on right now? A little like, bit, yeah. <laughs> like, no. It looked like she was wearing a red-haired wig on top of red hair. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, it was really, I don't know, it really threw me off as a kid. I just really couldn't figure out what I was looking at. Like, it was the only thing in this weird movie about spider powers that I couldn't get behind. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the least picture, realistic thing. I'm a picture for reference. Mm-hmm. It was immediately yeah. better in the second movie. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that... Huh. That looks marketedly better. Yeah, it was immediately, they're like, okay, well, the movie did well, so let's maybe put the $20 into... That's bad. Yeah, no, this podcast advocates for real redheads to be cast in redhead roles. Or at least not... Mm -hmm. If you're gonna have your... your, The person that's, like, the main uh, attraction for your your main character, maybe put in, like, the other nickel for, you know, the real red-haired wig. Like, like... Maybe don't go red spray paint will work, right? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, redheads have that bright hair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then my favorite part of the movie is when Green Goblin is flying away on his glider after the very first like big fight, mm-hmm. uh, and he goes, "I'll get you, Spider Man." I I love that. It's so ridiculous, but I'm just like, well, this is, I'm watching the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, but just live action in yeah. front of me, and I'm all mm-hmm. for it. When camp hits, oh yeah, it hits. Mm-hmm. And nobody does camp right like Willem Dafoe. Yep. Man is just able to be, he's able to make the funniest scenes scary, and then the scariest scenes funny. Absolutely. And that's exactly where camp hits. He's probably... Mm-hmm. He's in my top three favorite actors. Oh, gotta be. Yeah. Easy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little bit of a Willem Dafoe stand. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, no. You know? you, you're yeah. in good company yeah, here. Yeah. If you walked into my house, just all Willem Dafoe pictures as soon as you open the door. <laughs> if if you we know. got Willem yeah. Dafoe's 
uh, Green on the Goblin. podcast, yeah, on the podcast. <laughs> oh, <Whoa>. Imagine, <laughs> imagine though, uh, that'd be insane. Yeah, I want to see Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin interact with uh, Otto Octavius and the uh, Michael Keaton uh, Vulture. Vulture. Oh, those yeah, are, those are my. That would be like my ultimate mm-hmm. Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie right there. Yeah, so those three. His monologue scene at Homecoming still hits like hard. Kill you, mm. everyone. Like, mm. Okay, Michael Keaton. You yeah. see him? Yeah. All right, Batman. Yeah. Whoa. Mm. Whoa there. I used to talk to my roommate about this a lot, but it's really it's. It, I think it's very funny that the big twist in that movie is that uh, his girlfriend's parents are in a, a uh, biracial relationship. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the huge twist. <laughs> And like in theaters, I had a moment where I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, of course, of I course. Mean, yeah, no, I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why? Wouldn't? I mean, this is no. a very Peter should have yeah, seen yeah, this yeah, coming exactly. from the start. It shocks you, and then it makes you examine yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, uh, that, that. You, you're just like. Oh no! Oh oh oh! Why, why am I? Oh god! Because like I was immediately I was like, that's a really good. Re- it, I'm a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm yeah. like, wow! Mm. I should really do some self-examination. Bravo, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm. Getting out of my uh, stand-up material now. Let's go on to the next. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great place to test it out. Honestly, a good audience. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, so just let's go into some of the recent news, and then we'll break into the media. Sounds uh, great. Recently, some big things have been happening. James Gunn and Peter Safran are the new heads of DC. Ooh, let's go. So Jamie, why? Hopefully, we have an actual plan being built of some sort, maybe, kinda, even a little bit. 50-50. I would say 50-50 odds out. I don't know. I really enjoyed his... Uh, uh, Suicide Squad movie. Oh, Easily yeah. the best. DC and you guys movie. see Peacemaker? Oh, yeah. I love me some Peacemaker. I still haven't caught up. It's good. Oh, let me tell you. When you see that, you will not only love the show, you will want to taste it. And you'll only get that <laughs> if you see the show. <laughs> My Peacemaker fans out there know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. never heard something that makes me want to watch a show less. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll make you want to watch it more. John Cena. <laughs> oh, John Cena is a, can I just say, John Cena is a terrific actor. This show made me convinced that this man is a, can give a layered, terrific, dramatic, comedic performance. Yeah. Also, he can play the piano. Yeah. And also, he can speak fluent Mandarin because he's a renaissance man. <laughs> wow. WWE, baby. I knew he could do it from day one. <laughs> I always thought of it. My grandmother had a huge crush on him when he was in the WWE. So I'd go over and she'd be watching. Just look at those muscles. <laughs> <laughs> he does have really big Wow. So every time you see it, this is like, wow, that was my grandma's sexual awakening. <laughs> like, like she'd be cooking. It's like they had the small TV in mm-hmm. the kitchen, you know, the yep. little white, mm-hmm. like, yep. full with the back on it TV. Mm. And she'd be like, oh, he's lifting him up, lifting him up. Like, she would stop cooking and, like, almost put the, like, dirty <laughs> spoon guy. in the air. If only like... I could be lifted. <laughs> oh, my God, she's, he's doing an attitude adjustment. Yes, two guys on his shoulders, too. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Amazing. Two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Casino kicks no, out. No, but um, I think, yeah, we're all, we're all pretty excited about no, the I'm, James I'm Gunn, here right? for it. We're all here? I think it's going to be going to be a really interesting turn of events. Mm. I look forward to see what you're doing. You think that's the best DC movie? 
Suicide Squad? Yeah. Well, DCEU. DCEU. Not DC. I don't know what's considered DCEU anymore. Is Joker in, out? Does anybody know? Joker is out. And also the Batman The Batman They want those two to be combined, I know. Yeah. And there's the talks of Joker 2, which is a musical with... I believe it's Joker 2 electric boogaloo. Yes. And then it has the singer... Or uh, Harley Quinn. Mm, yeah, oh, yeah. Lady Gaga. Uh, Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga, commonly known as the singer in circles. I'm, I'm yes. trying to think she's of any good. I'm she's doing good. my best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I heard she's pretty good at it, too, she's, at singing. Yeah. 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 I've, heard, I've heard a few. A few. <sighs> yeah, yeah. A little sprinkling taking, or two. Taking yeah. a gander mm-hmm. at it, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Joker to say, it's Joker in time. And then just Joker all of us. That could be. Insert mm. our Morbius joke in here. Oh, yeah, we were, we were waiting for that. If no, you want to we see weren't. what kind of a classy podcast this is. This is a respectable <laughs> podcast here. We only put ketchup on nice things. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't I'm All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, on the other side of things, uh, there's... there's Sorry. Sony has said that they are developing on Amazon a new suite of live-action Spider-Universe shows with the hundreds of Spider-Universe characters, starting with Silk. Because uh, I was asking for that. I know a lot of people were. It was, it was right underneath uh, things I would not ask anybody, mm-hmm. uh, including another movie without Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I just... Yeah. If if they were like, all right, we're gonna put Silk in a Spider-Man movie, awesome. all for it. Yeah, Absolutely. all for it. Yeah, and then maybe have a solo movie of her right own. after yeah. solo TV show. Literally the Amazing. same year. You can be filming it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, and we're all comic book fans here. We all know what. Yeah. I Wait. Know. I know news. What is this breaking com- news? Com- yeah. Comic. Yeah. Exactly. Comic. Exactly. That's a new word. But uh, so we know who Silk. When they said, "Oh, a Silk series is dropping," we're like, "Oh." We know who Silk is. Or there's a Madam Web show coming out. We're like, oh, Madam Web that, from that, the I, 90s Spider-Man show. I'm not excited. Oh, some of us. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the average My person, what are they going to think? Yeah. What are they going to think when they're walking down the street and they just hear Madam Web, for instance? Like, They'll be like, who? Like, that is really pushing the limits of, you know, people are saying that they're getting fatigue of comic book movies already. And I, you know, I haven't... Yep, yep, yep. I see a hand over there. I see a hand yep. over there. So how are they going to think when they're starting to make movies about characters that they don't even have the chance to get to know? Yeah. You know? And especially because I mean, like, I I didn't hear about Madam Web, the character, until, like, the Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions video yep. game back mm-hmm. in, like, 09. Mm-hmm. I, like, and nor, nor, like, just a person who does not re-comics is just only doing like superficial MCU, DCEU stuff mm-hmm. or like has a cursory knowledge of like, I don't know, Batman or, or Spider or Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. We're not going to know who this character is. Yeah. Especially considering the fact that there's like, like that was like the old version of Madam Web. There's like a whole new Madam mm-hmm. Web out mm-hmm. in the comics right now. Mm-hmm. See, he, yeah. I feel I'm very prepared for Madam Web because uh, I feel like I know what the movie is going to be because I watched the 90s Spider-Man show Mm -hmm. and have this expectation of, oh, here's this character that promises a lot of things and nothing will go anywhere. Mm. And I Mm. feel like that's uh, That's exactly... the tagline of the Sony Spider-Verse. Exactly. There you go. I feel Um, like I'm prepared. But, like, also, if you're going to make a slate of whole things featuring Spider-Man characters that aren't Spider-Man, I mean, you could do Spider-Woman. You could do Spider-Man 2099. 
you could I know they're doing some things about villains. They could do like a solo Green Goblin movie. A solo which, you know, would be kinda weird without Spider Man. But still, weird. these are characters that have, you know, not only name recognition, but deep wealths of stories that you can, you know, dip yeah. into, that you could explore. You're telling me that you wouldn't watch a Willem Dafoe movie where he's struggling between trying to not become the Green Goblin as the Green Goblin's coming out of him? We don't even have to see yeah. the suit the entire yeah. time. Yeah. We just see him in shadow exactly. doing the mirror thing with uh, himself. I would, no, I, would, I, mean, I would absolutely do yeah. it. And with the... Um, 90 minutes, yeah. not three hours. I'm a big advocate for the 90-minute mm. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I talk about this multiple times a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nothing like a nice, short, and sweet 90-minute. But I also think, like, you need to, like, curb your expectations, especially considering what villain or what anti-hero you're going to get, right? Yeah. Like, when Venom first released, I was like, okay, I kind of get it. But, like, you need Spider-Man in there, right? Yeah. That's his whole origin story. That's his whole origin story. Spider-Man didn't want the suit. Mm-hmm. Suit was suit was given off. Eddie mm-hmm. Brock got it. Yeah. Right? It it feels incomplete without Spider-Man there. Mm-hmm. And then and then I look at something like again, Morbius. I'm like, wait a minute. Morbius is a spy is far and large a Spider-Man guy, mm-hmm. right? Or at least when I first first recognized him, 90s animated Spider-Man, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. was a Spider-Man character. That you need to have Spider-Man in there. To have a good focal point. You can't just say, oh, look, vampire dude going up against other vampire dude. God, I wish they would have made Morbius like he was in the 90s show. Just vaguely European with weird finger suckers. The suck had a finger suction. <laughs> me in high school, let me tell you guys. <laughs> let me tell you. Finger suckers? Junior year. Let <laughs> me tell you. That's what we'll they won't go into a, that now. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Episode I three. feel like that could, yeah. Yeah. Can we see your hands? Uh, well, you know, yeah. I'm older now. I'm old. <laughs> Getting a relationship was never a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, and, but also, like, when I hear about stuff like like Craven, right? I could see how that kind of works, but also the best Craven story Craven's has Spider-Man oh. in it, right? My God, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, Craven how is this gonna? You guys work? clearly haven't seen Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That's the best Craven story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was it at the 19? 19- it's like the 60s early 80s. It, yeah. So it's right after the 70s Spider-Man. And he's with Iceman. Iceman Iceman Firestorm was created for that show. Yeah. Uh, They're like, you know what? It'll be great if we give these two more powerful characters (laughs) to be sidekicks to Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I like out of all the characters that Spider-Man associates with in the comics, for instance, famously, his friendship with the Human Torch. Yep. But they're like, you know what? Instead of that, let's do the opposite. Iceman. Oh, but we want some fire, too. Let's create a new character. Fire yeah. There's yeah. definitely no yeah. characters in our Marvel lineup that we have that could create fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't created a one yet. No, no fire. No. Wait, what yeah. about the... Fe- Shh. Mm-hmm. What about Human Torch? You have two yeah. Human Torches you can work with. Exactly. You have two. Exactly. The very first character you ever made. made. Yeah, yeah. No disrespect to Firestar, of course. No. Of course. I we're love just, Firestar. We're just questioning the creative process. Let's just, let's just, let's just think about yeah. this for a minute. Mm-hmm. Love the weird love triangle where neither one gets her. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there was this one... Uh, when before I got like a, a PlayStation when I was young, I had this little like leapfrog. You guys know those like little leapfrog like consoles that you get when yes. you're learning stuff. Yes. Right? And I had a Spider Man and his amazing friends game for oh. it. 
but it wasn't the original lineup. It was Spider Man, mm-hmm. Spider Woman, mm-hmm. and guess the, and the third Wolverine. <laughs> right, which also sounds like a even more fantastic show that I would watch. And you know what the first mission <laughs> Sony, was? Sony, this is what you should put on your suite yeah. of movies. So. And use the Wolverine from the one episode of Spider-Man and his amazing friends with Wolverine yeah. where he is super Australian. <laughs> <laughs> they predicted well, it. Well, they yeah. predicted it. Yeah. <laughs> But just like don't, they was just like good die, mate. Like, it's like well, this is not intimidating. He is not I think that he runs into something and puts his claws in it, and then he gets stuck in the same position, and then the thing that he's stuck on keeps moving. Oh, that's fantastic. That is just <laughs> that's amazing. Like like it's a Looney Tunes. Yeah. Uh, if they had like a little like soundtrack behind it, like Looney oh, Tunes man. soundtrack. Man. My, dead. my favorite dead. part of that show is that somehow, no matter what the situation, uh, Aunt May so, can somehow just be in the middle of trouble. Hmm? There's an episode where they're on the prison island outside of New York. Rikers mm-hmm. Island. Thank Rikers, you. Yeah. I'm so good with names, clearly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the mm-hmm. podcast has proven mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're on Rikers Island mm-hmm. fighting Magneto, and then Aunt May is with their dog, on a boat, they're like, we better go out here, see what's going on. <laughs> She's like, you know what? This dog is tired of walking the streets of New York. Let's do an aquatic adventure. Wait, wait, wait. All I want to know is how much life insurance was Uncle Ben's fund so that Aunt May could afford a boat to just go on in the middle of there, like, hmm, Rikers Island, let's go, Fido. I don't know the dog's name. Uh, Mrs. Lion? Mr. Lion. Mrs. Lion. Mrs. Lion. Mrs. That's that's an awesome dog name. That's a great name. She also, sorry. Your your name selection is very precise. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lion sticks in there. Yeah, it's like I definitely didn't say Lady Gaga. I don't know about that, but mm-hmm. Mr. Lion. I had a quiz. I had to do an oral quiz mm-hmm. uh, last week, and I was trying to remember these really specific names that were in history. And uh, one of the names that came to mind, and I said to the professor, was Harry Osborne. I said, "That's not right. Don't write that one down." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, write it down, write it down. Write it down. <laughs> don't put that, uh, don't, don't say that I said that on the mm. quiz, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else is on the uh, the news agenda? Yeah, what's, uh, yeah. what's what else is, what mm. else we got? Uh, so I was going to go over shows, anybody's watching. Uh, I'm not watching Andor. Uh, I also am not watching the show we just talked about uh, with John Peacemaker. Cena, Peacemaker. It's a good show. And, Excellent. Uh, I'm, I just need, I need to catch up, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I'm a college student. Yeah, I've I've been kind of I've been looking at Andor a little bit. I haven't really watched it yet. I've heard really great things about it, but I'm such in mm. a thing of like Star Wars fatigue, mm. especially when it comes to like you know trying to put stuff between like Episode Seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. Switch it over because the the great thing to do when you create a whole entire separate universe with its own history and its yep. own rules. And stretching back millions of years is to just cram plot between the things like that have already everything. happened. You got to filter out all the intricate yeah. details. Like, uh, like Mandalorian, I can get mm-hmm. right. Mandalorian's a great show. I'll defend that show to the day I die. Book of Boba Fett, kind of get it. Not really. I think Mando and Boba just team up for season three, and, and he just... doesn't say it at the end. Dang. <laughs> And say it at the he end. Really what well, you are possibly about to die, and this this guy's risking his life for you. Just say it back, even if you don't believe in it. Yep, yep. But and uh, I don't know. And then Obi Wan Kenobi. 
kind of get didn't really need you didn't really have to like put that in in there i mean it it didn't really answer anything to me it there was just all 30 minute episode in there for sure you yeah down yeah. all the episodes mm-hmm. the fight scene was a fight episode. scene mm-hmm. and it was great mm-hmm. and and listen i think that the last four episodes of star wars or clone wars is a fantastic oh. episode is a fantastic movie mm-hmm. they could have just marked it as a movie and sold a lot of lot of money did you guys watch that growing up? Oh. Yeah. Yes. See, that's the one I was. Yes. I, I, I was right after. Mm-hmm. It was one where I was like, I wanted to watch it, but I was kind of at that age where I was like, ah, I'm got, I'm starting to get too much homework. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like that's right where I oh, started yeah. to fall out. And when I, I said Star Wars kid, I meant Star Wars kid. Yeah. Yes. It's like, all that you. stuff started to come right when I was getting out of it. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I was off and on until they brought back Darth Maul, and I was like, oh my god, they brought back Darth Maul. Oh my God! They actually made him cool. Oh my God! His voice—who's voicing him? What the hell? Wait, is that Mr. Krabs? <laughs> they actually have him. Do it was the, indeed the Mr. Voice Krabs. <laughs> yeah, like mm-hmm. the, for the last four episodes of the yeah. series, that's mm-hmm. actually uh, that's actually Ray, Ray motion capture. Mm-hmm. Isn't that his name? That I... No, uh, Ray Park. Ray Park. Yeah, Ray Park. Ray, Ray Fines Ray 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 Yes. Ah, yeah. And uh, Ray Park. People. Fun fact: also plays Toad in the 2000 excellent movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad Ray Fiennes is yeah. at least a person. So he played once. Ray Park has gotten to play well, the coolest character in a movie and the least coolest character in another movie. He was which also, I think is a great he was also, I believe, Snake Eyes in G.I. Joe with Channing Tatum. Oh. And the classic Ross Johnson. Yes. Mm-hmm. As Roadblock. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, the Snake Eyes parts and the Storm Shadow parts of those movies are really cool. They're pretty great. And then they're like, all right, people really like Snake Eyes. Let's make a movie and not do any of that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make a Snake Eyes movie. And Let's make a, take make a out. Snake Eyes origin story. I think mm. everyone will love that. No. We like when he doesn't talk. You could have had a whole movie where your main character never takes off his mask and doesn't talk. I know it's crazy, oh. but we would watch it. Yeah. So. But who's going to watch a TV show with a character that never takes off his mask? Like, who would, like, put a ton of money into that TV show? I see a hand. I see a hand. Are we acknowledging the hand raising on yeah. this? But this in our post Mandalorian <laughs> world, we can definitely get into that. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, no, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad you took off the mask finally. That that just kind of like really uh, emphasized. Like, like, it's cool when you have a character who doesn't take off a mask, right? But as soon as you take off that mask, you're like, oh, man. This is some special thing. This is some special stuff right there. Mm-hmm. This is like, like they wouldn't like, if, especially they're living with like a creed, like, oh, I can't take it off. This, this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. And then, like, as soon as, as soon as you break that character down, then it's just, you know. Also, when you get Giancarlo Esposito in anything, oh, of course, I'm automatically. Course. You guys in. seen the boys? Yes. Oh, man shows up for like five scenes in the whole series and he kills every single one it's of them. It's definitely up to Los Boyos standards. Every single other one. Uh, the first season of The Boys I was not 100% for. I'm not a big fan of the comic. Season two kept getting better and better every episode to the point where at the end I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, you're right. And then season three came in and immediately every episode, every second of every episode, I'm like, yep, I'm enjoying this. Yep, yep, yep. Hundred percent. It's 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 the one thing that I need to get back on because I'm I'm in between two. I'm actually I'm in between two shows right now. Mm-hmm. Better Call Saul and BoJack Horseman. 
Mm. Yeah, it's the depression two-hander. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, and like those two shows are encapsulating my time because before that, I was in between two shows: Breaking Bad and The Boys. Mm. I wa- the violence two-hander. The violence two-hander. Yeah, <laughs> violence depression. Is this some sort of like five steps? Well, of... okay, I got so I I I was adamant about watching Breaking Bad because everyone was telling me it's great it's the best TV show ever made the memes man the memes <laughs> you gotta you gotta watch it for the memes but I'm like listen I'm not I'll watch it when I get the chance right I I volunteer for uh, senior week last last year I get the flu halfway in I'm bedridden for, for like two days and, and I was like you know what fine mm-hmm. fine Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. Yep. I'll cave in. Mm-hmm. Best decision I've ever made. That's exactly how I got time for the boys. Have any of you guys watched BoJack? I was on it and then fell off of it. I uh, it got a little bit too much. too 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 serious for me at the time of my life where it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as soon as the I would finish an episode and be like, "Damn, I feel like shit." I was yeah. like, "You know what? Let's watch some Shit's Creek." Something yeah. beautiful and nice. You, so, no, I respect what it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. And we love Will Arnett, you know? Voice of the ages. Easily right his there. best performance. But, um, Easily. But, yeah, no. So I get why people like it, but I also get why we might want to jump ship yeah. occasionally when it gets a little... Shout out to Will Arnett's performance in Lego Batman and the Lego, mo- oh. Lego movie. Yeah. yeah. Chef's Kiss. Mm-hmm. That is, inc- mm-hmm. it is incredible. Yeah. Have you guys been watching anything else nerdy lately? Mm. Let's well, see, oh, uh, I've recently been watching the second season of Doom Patrol. How is that? I've Amazing. Doom that. Patrol, it's basically, and you're going to love this, oh. considering the, your history of TV shows that I just heard, it is a show about trauma. Mm. It's all a show about trauma and people trying to cope with their terrible amounts of trauma that they have accumulated throughout their life for different reasons. Right. Um, pretty much every possible way someone's life can get fucked up, they explore it in that show. Kapow. Kapowed up. Kapow. <laughs> You're like, what, really? Kapowed to hell. <laughs> yeah. But Zoinks. it's also, it also involves a lot of, uh, you know, robots getting high, mm. uh, guys with clocks for heads, um, weird monsters that just show up out of nowhere and do anything. It's um, it's really got something for the whole family. That's I, what I gotta say. I it's probably my favorite outside of Batman the animated series. It, it's okay. It's probably my third favorite uh, superhero show. My favorite that's like currently going. Uh, the only bad episode, in my opinion, uh, the worst episode, in my opinion, is the episode that they've left us on to now go into the new season. Mm. I don't know. Usually, the writing of that show, that show is super tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that last episode, it felt like it felt like they thought they were gonna have one more, mm-hmm. and then got taken off. Like it seemed like they wrapped things up. and They're like, oh, we just can't wrap up some of these yeah. things. Gotcha. I mean, love gotcha. it, but the way that HBO Max is these days, maybe they did have one more episode. And they maybe. Just snatch it into oblivion. But that's uh. very that's very on brand for Doom Patrol so far. Once again, I'm only partway through season two. But I highly recommend it. Have you ever read any of the Doom Patrol comics? I can't say I have. Oh, they are. Weird. (sighs) You know, the great thing about reading them, uh, got them at my local library. Shout out Brookline Public Library. (laughs) Um, But Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol comics. Let me, Grant Morrison, they're always, you know, they did a great run on Batman. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know. But they're not afraid to get weird with it. 
Right. Professor Pig, for instance. Yep. Yeah. So imagine that, but someone just gave them a license and was like, hey, Grant Morrison, you can – everything that you've ever been obsessed with in your entire life, you can put it in this comic. Um, just make it as weird as possible. Stamp approval right there. Yeah, and it is fantastic. It nice. is fantastic. They even do one – even like their classic storylines that could have gone a really certain way go insane in those comics. Like there's one storyline about – Doom Patrol getting caught between two um, – for the listeners that don't know, Doom Patrol is about a bunch of uh, misfits, basically like the X-Men in a similar way, even though they came the first. Same, well, the same yeah. year. The same year. It came out the yes. same year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Same it's about year. a bunch of people that wow. suffered uh, accidents that gave them superpowers. And they're Except, led by a man in a wheelchair. Yeah, and they're led by a man in a wheelchair. A genius <laughs> scientist in a wheelchair. Did they ever get sued for it? Mm-hmm. Will, uh, there's, we're not going to go into that. Yeah. <laughs> but the difference between the Doom Patrol and most other superheroes is that everyone in the team just hates their powers and gotcha. how they got powers. Powers actually made their lives harder. Mm. And that's really, that's like one of the most interesting things about it. It's kind of was like one of the first realistic takes on that. But yeah, no, in this Doom Patrol comic, there's literally a storyline where they get caught between two invading alien armies. Mm. And that's like such a classic, like, superhero storyline. Oh, alien invasion, we're going it. Except one group of aliens is made uh, completely out of sound. And the other group of aliens are religious zealots. That are basically just look like uh, toothpicks that someone stuck a little golf ball in the middle of. (laughs) Um, And they have this whole elaborate religion based on spiders. So that gives you a nice little taste on what they would go. And the show, uh, if you haven't watched it, it very much sticks to that formula. And Mm. that's what's so great about it. In fact, one great thing about superhero TV these days... Sorry if I'm just blabbing on, but... Go ahead. How dare you talk on I this podcast? I know. I know. It was the last thing I was what planning are, on what doing. What are you trying to do here? But the great thing about some superhero TV these days, and there's a lot of it, is that it can get weird in the best yeah. way. The Boys, Doom Patrol, uh, Moon Knight. These are all shows Harley that I Quinn. feel like... Harley Quinn. Uh, Werewolf by Night. Yes. That we're able to mind the weirdness, not be afraid of the weirdness. Yeah. So many things are just afraid of the comic book weirdness, but that's part of the greatness of it, is it not? Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Werewolf by Night, I did watch that, and I got to say, I really enjoyed the direction they took with it. I think that the, I think that the a nice special, the special time mm. length really helped with it. It was brief. It was it was great. The art was there. The performances were there. Man Thing's design was extraordinary. Love. Even in color. Yeah. Yeah, it was just technical. <laughs> we miss we miss technical. Mm-hmm. But um it it was it was just an all-around good time. I came in expecting nothing and I was very pleasantly surprised. There was two sword kills that I really enjoyed. Yeah, mm. they a, actually had like crazy kills too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like standard Marvel like pew pew pew. Mm-hmm. It's like this guy's arm just fell. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! There, there, there were yeah. two specifically. There were one right after the other that I was like, "Yep, I I'm for that," and "Yep, I'm for that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. so yes, you have earned these kills. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> episode two earned kill. So we will be breaking down <laughs> every earned kill on a superhero franchise. <laughs> yes. The only thing that I've been watching lately is not new. It's uh, if it's really late at night, I'll throw on an episode of Spider Woman because 
It's uh, the worst thing ever put on television. Uh, it's the animated series, right? Yeah. From the 80s? Yeah. 90s? Uh, so it's like, you know, you know how Spider-Man, like everybody thinks Spider-Man and his amazing friends is ridiculous, which it is. It is. But the people that were working on Spider-Woman were very high, uh, very <laughs> low on time for what they had to do, and not given any direction. And so the best combination you could possibly give. Agreed. Yeah. Spider-Man is in the show sometimes. Uh, he's drawn differently for some... Like, it's all the same, but with yellow eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> and the webs are just black lines. Wrong costume, guys. Wrong costume. The very first episode is fantastic. Uh, there, it's They go to multiple different countries through helicopter because they can get there that way. Uh, Affordable. Of course, yeah. yeah. And uh, keeping up on the webs. <laughs> exactly. My, my favorite part of the episode is there's a part where they're up in the helicopter and they're in New York and they have to go help Spider-Man. And she's there with her family. That It's her family that she's with in the helicopter. <laughs> These people know who she is. <laughs> yeah, okay. And she's like, I have to figure out a way. Like, it's her inner monologue you hear. Yeah. She's like, I have to figure out a way to get out of here and become Spider-Woman without anybody... Like recognizing me, Spider Woman, yeah. And so she just falls out of the helicopter, and her nephew goes, "And Jessica, (laughs) 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 just committed suicide." Like no one's gonna notice. Later, she shows back up. She's like, "What happened? Oh, Spider Woman saved me. I just tried to kill myself, and she just stopped it. (laughs) I had nothing to live for, nephew. You know how it is. (laughs) I mean, you know, she's saving the city. She can traumatize one little boy. You know, that's always that's a risk we need to take I guess uh, I didn't even yeah where do you find that by the way like is it on it's on Disney Plus wow. I was watching is it, it on... until my Seriously? Disney Plus uh, subscription is we're not doing it again until December uh, gotcha. my dad decides he gets mad at different apps sometimes mm. that's fair uh, that's why you gotta steal your friends I yes. got, I've stolen every um, except for HBO Max I've stolen every streaming service from my sweet mates so that's what you gotta you just got him to sign in on your device he's compiled from every one exactly. of the wow. we've done yeah. nothing wrong exactly yeah. exactly no so steal is a it's a rough word I was gifted borrowed yeah. <laughs> borrowed exactly Illegally. but oh yeah yeah. Uh, TV show shadow Doom Patrol you can also find that on HBO Max do it Spider Woman yeah. Disney Plus um, Better Call it. Saul BoJack Netflix mm-hmm. and uh, the best superhero Superpower is crippling depression. You're in a fire, like you're in a house fire, and you just see Bojack Horseman come in. (laughs) I'm here to save you. Uh, We might as well just die together. (laughs) Exactly. He's just like, oh, I'm here to save you guys. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'd rather face the fire than a drunk horse. I'm not going to be completely honest. So then, uh, then Saul Goodman will represent you as the wrongful, wrongful. Fire uh, lawsuit. Yeah, all your works building. out. You win twice. You stick, you stick him up a bullfrog, bullfrog's ass, blow him up, and then they take it back to you, fix him back up later. Yeah, sure. It's yeah, a, sure. It's a Joe Dirt reference for all four people that are going to get it. <laughs> I watched Joe Dirt a while back. I was exceedingly high, and even then, I was like, "This is so stupid." I've not memorized the entire movie at all. Not, not even a little bit. I've Please. definitely not seen it too many times. Please. Uh, we all have our guilty pleasures. <laughs> is that all for shows, y'all? Um, I think we just about tapped the bucket. Oh, right. I've watched Sandman. I've watched uh, okay. Sandman. Oh, I want to. I it's, it's on my that. list. It's good. It's okay. not great, but it's good. 
I've heard that the acting and like all that is good, but the directing is very just like, all right, we're gonna set the camera here. It's all over. It is all over the place. Sometimes they get really creative with their shots, and it's really amazing. And sometimes they're just like, like one one talking yeah. head, other talking head, uh, one talking head, uh, other talking head. That's like, bro. yeah. It's weird though, because like you're talking about, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I was just so nervous because you're talking about. One of the best comics I've read, maybe arguably the best and some comic of the best I've had characters. in my entire life. Yeah, yeah, and you know, for every, for every like, when it comes to adapting stuff, for every like, you know, uh, Watchmen HBO TV show where they like completely hit it out of the park with Wilder, you know, doing also it. a great show. Yeah, to there's like a freaking defenders you know where they do the opposite <laughs> god about defenders so no but would you say that but it is better than it is worse right yeah mm-hmm. yeah i would say overall the quality is like for every like bad portion of it there's a, a good three like a, a like three good spots mm-hmm. in it right mm-hmm. overall uh letter grade i'd probably go like a solid like b b plus yeah, you know, okay. I I don't think, I don't think it was the superhero killer quotation marks that everyone was going going on about, but it's just a good show. Mm. It's a good show, and I think I think YouTube would like it's it. It's a good show. It's a good. Well, we also don't own that. We should probably put a kapow on it. Yeah. Wow! Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We don't want to be sued. <laughs> yes. I can't afford that. Uh, the None Sandman, of us can. Yes. Sandman found on Netflix. Yes. <laughs> Sandman also found on Netflix. Netflix. Please uh, sponsor us. Please sponsor. HBO Max, Disney Plus. Propel, please sponsor. Propel, yes. Uh, regular Boston tap water, please. Uh, please yes. sponsor. Now with fluoride, yes. Yes. Pro, oh, you know, you know what's so great? You know, sometimes you're just like exhausted and you have a rough day, and you sit back. You just have a nice, refreshing sip of Propel. It's honestly, zero sugar Propel. I've the number one thing I missed when I was in England wasn't my family. It was Propel. Oh, <laughs> yeah. See Propel. <laughs> How are you gonna get a better spokesman than this? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Y'all, y'all already know my disdain for Propel. We're trying to get the sponsor. You're gonna you, love you, Propel. You two can you're get the sponsor. Time, pal. You're gonna shut up. I'll love that Propel <laughs> right there. Sorry. I will take that Propel and I'll just jinkies it up right now. <laughs> I really don't like God. that we're doing this anymore. <laughs> we made it dirty. <laughs> uh, it was going to happen uh, at some it point. Was gonna, it was, was going to happen a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're in college. Jesus. <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect? Going into the games, uh, not really comic related, but it is... Just, uh, I feel like comic fans probably enjoy these kind of things. God of War. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, uh, Hell yeah. yeah. I'm not, I don't own the system, but I'm a big fan of the game. Uh, I've watched friends play it because I am terrible at video games. They've offered for me to play. They aren't terrible friends. Ooh. I just, uh, I just say no. I'm ready. I, 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 I go, it goes from joy of watching to, oh, now I'm mad because I'm losing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very delicate balance. That's, like why, that. that's why I never play, like, fighting games or anything like that, because, like, especially against my friends, because I get, I get, like, overly competitive sometimes. It's like, God! Mm-hmm. I, I started to just stop. I stopped playing Call of Duty at a certain age, and it wasn't because I was like, I'm too mature. It was like, all right, well, I just think I said the worst thing I've ever said to another human. Yeah. So I should probably reimagine... What what I'm doing with my life? <laughs> what, what, what was your last Call of Duty? Out of curiosity. Oh, I don't know. They started getting all just faded together in my head. Mm. The only ones that are super memorable for me are 
uh, Modern Warfare 2 because it was the one that like changed gaming yeah. for me because I went from uh, European Assault, uh, which was, you know, uh, it was a Medal of Honor. You know, that yep. was, Medal of Honor yeah. was the big yeah. deal. It was a good yeah, it was the It was the Eastern Front. You had to do what you have to do, mm-hmm. you know? So I still love Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2. For the, I don't, I mean, the campaign's fine, but it was the multiplayer. Yeah. We didn't even have live. It was just four of us up at two in the morning on, you know, drinking soda. It's like, I got you. You're you're screen hacking. It's like, yeah. of course we are. We we all have we, screens. We can all see yeah. each other. <laughs> it's couch co-op. We all have four inches of possible range. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was definitely like Halo for me, right? And then Call of Duty was just like single player experiences because I, I I don't I don't like multiplayer first person shooters. I get too competitive. I, I say shit. That I shouldn't, that I shouldn't mm-hmm. say to anyone in yeah. any situation. Yeah. A lot of f bombs mm-hmm. when I'm like twelve. Yeah. You like, don't want to get your big acting role, big big acting break, and then just be like, "Excuse me, uh, yeah. Modern Warfare <laughs> <laughs> on Xbox Live on Call of Duty Ghosts." I believe that you told that. someone that you heard their mother with their. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but but you know what? You know what kind of a thing chainsaw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't even have chainsaws in detailed, Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> Detail plan to kidnap the president of the United States. Yes. Yeah. You put that in the description of your profile. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was Call of Duty Ghosts is when I stopped. And it was for the sole reason that I thought the ending was such a... So what happened is like, so we're underwater. So we're... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I don't know why that got me. <laughs> Bull just, just, just like, goodbye. Yeah. So we're on a train, right? Gosh, it. We're on a train, and, you know, silent protagonist has my has my brother. This guy has my brother in a chokehold, right? And I have, like, a 40, and I'm hitting him with a 45 caliber revolver, right? And I hit him square in the chest. Very clearly hits him. Very clearly hits him. There's blood drawn. His body is, like limped over, right? And then the train explodes, goes underwater. Both you and your brother climb out like on the like out of the water into the beach, right? Credits roll. You're thinking, oh. Seems like a cookie cutter Call of Duty end. And the good guys win, right? This this guy, this guy who you just shot in the chest with, let me repeat, a 45 caliber revolver, very clearly dead, stands up He's completely fine, beats the ever-living hell out of your brother, breaks your leg, and is like, I'm going to brainwash you to kill all your, go- all your ghost friends. And then just drags you off. And that's it. That's the game. And they didn't make another ghost after that because ghosts sucked. So that's the only that's the, that's the last not of true storyline. They made Call of They made uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, <laughs> oh man, there that he is, is right true. there. Wait, yeah. this is a futuristic Bucky. Oh my god. Um, but no, that was that was my last straw. That was my last straw. I'm like, wow, mm. wow, this sucks. <laughs> I, uh, it was a big deal to me when Black Ops came out because you could play against robots, and we were, all my friends and I could just be on the same team and yeah. not have to, uh, mm-hmm. cuss each other out. Black yeah. Ops was a lot yeah. of fun. If only they had thought of that earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I could, I could. I have more. Oh well, you know. All right. If I have uh, to, I'm giving him a nice, juicy 
Loving black Propel. cherry. Propel. Black cherry, not the one of the best flavors. Okay, well, of now I, feel, I mean, very berry is delicious too. You, you want one? Uh, no, 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 no I'll haters. No haters spy. should take I'll the take Propel. I'll take one out of spite. No I, haters. Let it be take. known that I, Kobe Pulaski, on the day of our Lord, November eighteenth, that's uh, <sighs> undisclosed mm. time of the day, is drinking Propel. I definitely didn't have four Propels ready with me. Oh, Just no. ready. That'd be insane. Cheers, Toast guys. to propel. <laughs> to propel. To propel. Sponsor to, uh, me this podcast. To this podcast. Just for the rest of my life. Even if it's just giving me this water. Oh, <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Just keep on delivering the water and that's all right. Yo, yo. We do not need money. This actually kind of slaps. This is what I'm saying. I'm going This actually kind of slaps. Sometimes you got to find the right one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this one's actually really yeah. good. They took and away my favorite flavor, though. This mm. is my one thing. They took uh, away my favorite flavor and replaced it with my re- least favorite flavor. Uh, it was blueberry pomegranate. was... Refreshing. Oh, amazing. Rest in, yeah. rest in peace. And now it's watermelon, mm. which uh, no, no, don't, don't give it to him. I like don't, watermelon. I'll be on, I'll I'll be on that watermelon. It's not black cherry, but I'd be on it. Black cherry is one of my favorites. Black cherry. Sure. That this is yeah. this is this is actually. Welcome phenomenal. back to Propel Pals. <laughs> The show about Propel and other zero sugar water. This is our our B show. This might be a side show. No, but uh, zero sugar, heavy in electrolyte water. Going back to God of War. Going Mm -hmm. back to God of War. You know they make Propel that doesn't even have flavoring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you just call it water. Yeah, Yeah, I got that coming straight out of my tap. (laughs) But uh, going back to uh, God of War Ragnarok, I'm I'm super stoked for it. I just redownloaded original God of War just to play through that first, and then just. Go go through that. Why 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 are you laughing at my God of War? <laughs> Stop, um, just, I just took a strong sip. That was, that was a pretty strong. <laughs> we're trying yeah. to get we're trying to get sponsored here. Oh yeah, behind the scenes. Uh, God of War brought to you by Propel. Black Cherry. <laughs> Boy, bring Boy. me a Propel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, how is how is uh, Kratos gonna stop Ragnarok? Propel black cherry to Odin. Oh, you know, you I go. don't think that my my propel is very cold. Just have an axe throw off, cut off your arm. Mm-hmm. Ah, close yeah. one. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's funny because I could definitely see like a sprite commercial be just like that. Yeah, they yeah. did it with mm-hmm. Halo. They'll do it with yeah. God of War. No, when mead was proven to be uh, too high in sugar, honey mixed with alcohol, mm-hmm. they all decided in Valhalla to spread the halls with propel, <laughs> streaming from the cornucopias of the gods. They were like, yeah. doesn't, doesn't give me weird effects. But it'll do. Oh, Odin, Odin be like, it's just too refreshing yeah. not to drink. Odin be like, all right, it's come to my attention that our mead supply is at an all time low. Mm. Also, we need to improve our physique. Everyone, propel. <laughs> two months later, everybody was sober for the first time. Everyone, yeah. wow, math is so much easier. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> know. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we we could have just solved Ragnarok if we did. <laughs> yeah, we could have yeah, just talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> we we would have done yeah. a nice yeah. debate. I'm, uh, I'm a real mean drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's just all the gods come in. Do we need to pillage other villages even? We can just talk it's it like, out. It's like, wait, do we need like, a god? Why do we need a god of war? That's just so... I know. What, what is war? What is, what, who is it good for? What is it good for? Uh, I don't know. Kind of yeah. absolutely nothing. Say it again. So so Sonic Frontiers is a video. <laughs> <laughs> seamless transition. <laughs> seamless transition. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know how he stays hydrated after running. So oh my god! I'm surprised Gatorade hasn't done like a Sonic. 
promo. That's true. To my knowledge, I don't think so. You get in on that in Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Uh, you just wait until yeah. I start voicing the character. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ooh, yes. I- I yeah. can see that. I'm honestly. Though, I think you'd make a perfect Doctor Robotnik too. Just really? Balance it out, you know. Uh, bring me Spy. Bring him. Spider Man. I can't. Sonic's too goddamn fast. Bring me Spider Man. Spider Man. Bring me Kapow, Spider Man. Who would win a fight? Octo, daughter Oct- Octo, Otto Octavius that'd or be, Eggman? That'd be a good fight. That would be a great That would be fight. a great... Sony, get on this. De- no, no, Sony. Death Battle. Death Sony Battle, Sega. get on yeah, Death Battle. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you guys also nerd out like that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, My co-host nerd out with me. Isn't that surprising? Yeah. <laughs> nerd hangouts uh, after the podcast? Oh uh, yeah, I'd be down. Yeah, it's only a requirement of this job. Honestly, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, But honestly, I don't know. I have a real... Like, after Sonic Colors, I've never really been, like, a Sonic gaming guy. He just, he, his whole thing is you can just go fast. That's it. You it's gotta just, go faster, faster, faster. Yeah, Sonic, yeah, Sonic Sex, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if I'm not rolling around at the speed of sound, got places to go, gotta follow yeah. my rainbow. Like, what? Oh, by the way, Kapow, he might not yeah. own that. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> follow me! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but he just goes too fast for you. I mean, this gotta is the same quick. reason why he hates... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the same reason why you hate The Flash and Quicksilver no, and all these I things. I do! Yeah. yeah. I'm so tired. You know, my, you know who my favorite Flash is? Who? Jay Garrick. Really? He Old looks the best. Timer. He's that's got, the, hot, he's got the, good, the most interesting outfit, mm. and he's the only one that's like, all right, I can keep running fast and things will be different. Like, yeah, After I, that, it's like, all right, I'm going to keep running fat, faster. Yeah, yeah everyone so else is going, going saving the world, making yeah. new universes. Jay Garrick's like, you know what? Why don't I settle down with my wife? Yeah. Well, so why don't all. we start a garden yeah. and adopt a child? Why don't I? Why don't I get my Hermes looking cap ready mm-hmm. and let's mm-hmm. get to work? I and can... he did also. His whole origin is that he basically took drugs. So. Yeah. He basically took inhalants <laughs> from a laboratory and unsafe procedures. Don't do drugs. He cracked yes. a glass. Steam came out. He inhaled that steam, <laughs> these chemical steam, <laughs> and then he got super speed. And I gotta say, the amount of times I've tried it and not gotten super speed is discouraged. I mean, yeah. well, am I supposed to share that on the podcast? The, <laughs> no, 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 no. the amount, no. amount of the amount of drugs that I I may or may not partake in, I should be going <laughs> faster than that. Instead, Please. I'm just slowing down. The only <laughs> drugs you should partake in are propel. <laughs> and wet fluids all yeah, right. yeah. Oh from God. the makers of Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Gatorade don't sue us. Uh, Gotham Knights also came out. Mm. Nope. Which, uh, nope. I I have heard very mixed things about. Mm. I really wanted this game to be good. Nightwing is my favorite character mm. of any of the characters in any fictional thing. Ever. Uh, yeah. Mm. Probably. It's yeah. yeah. Nightwing's probably my favorite fictional character overall. I'm and, a big uh, Red Hood fan as well. I was mm-hmm. thinking, mm-hmm. oh man, I'm oh, sorry to interrupt, but, but um, I was done. Okay, <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Well, then never mind. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not really gonna hold this whole talking on podcast. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but um, no, Red Hood. I was I was gunning for him, and mm-hmm. then and then I saw, mm-hmm. hey, let's give him like, let's give him uh, Lazarus Pit power. 
Wars. And I'm like, no. wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. No. Hold on just yeah. a moment. And I'm kind of a huge uh, Batgirl fan, maybe even more of an Oracle fan. Mm. But I love I love her Soul Series, especially the Gail Simone one that they did yeah. rather recently. So I feel like we were all we all had our stake in the game. We were pining mm-hmm. for We it. all had a Well except some... for Tim Drake. His whole design was Actually, just awful. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like Tim Drake though, but his designs have been whack. I thought he was I thought he was supposed to be Damian Wayne the whole mm. time. Mm. But yeah, no. I remember I heard about the, the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about the game, but I heard, and then like as soon as it came out, I felt like I heard nothing, which is not a, usually a good sign. No. Yeah, it's like capped at thirty frames mm. per second, like mm. intentional, intentionally. There's not even like a like a for PS5. It's not like a fidelity or a performance mode thing. It's just. 30 frames, have fun, kids. Well, I mean, when those last three games that we just talked about all come out within a close period of time, on top of other games that we are not even mentioning, yes. and you're like, which one am I going to spend the money on? Gotham Knights, I'm going to wait for. That sounds like it might be cool, you know, but I really want God of War. Well, I can only get one game. You know, these are $80 games yeah. now. I think yeah. they raised the price of them recently. They did. Exactly. So, they did. Mm-hmm. you know, you're waiting to figure out which game Gotham Knights comes out. You don't hear the best reviews. Yeah. Guess which one you're getting. God yeah. of War. God of War, Easy. like a massively universally acclaimed mythology story. Yep. But Gotham Knights, you know, Batman. I would have gone so. Gotham Knights if the story were good. Yeah, I would have yeah. gone, my nerd heart would have won over the one game that I've looked over. I didn't play the originals. I didn't have this, the console. This may be blasphemy. I would have went for God of War. I would have went for God of War. I, I love agree, me some I Batman. Guess, but yeah. I love me some yeah. Batman. I will always love me okay. some Batman. But, but it's a, it's Kratos, a, though. Yeah. It's a losing battle, though, to have the entire Arkham series of games come out and then be like, you know what we should do? another Batman game. Like, imagine trying to reach... Like, I get why they're doing it, and they're focusing on different characters, but you had to have known that people are going to compare them to what is often called some of the best video games ever made that just happen to also be Batman games. Yeah, they made one of them. Like, it's the one that everybody, you know, underrates because it wasn't quite as good, but it's still enjoyable. Origins is still fantastic. Yeah, it's a really really enjoyable game. And then as they... I don't know. Yeah, I I just think like, I, again, I agree I agree with you. Zeke. It's like mm-hmm. some of the best video games ever made. It's the best superhero game, period. Which wasn't even in the question until Marvel Spider Man came out. Oh. Now it's a debate, which I love. But I think like, especially with that, like you are going up against like S tier games made by made by a really great studio, mm-hmm. and you're going out with Gotham Knights. I don't know. I don't. I personally would have waited until something like Suicide Squad came out that oh, Rocksteady yeah. was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some like Rocksteady, for those of you who don't know, Rocksteady is developing a Suicide Squad game. That Suicide is, Squad killed the Justice League. Yes, killed the killed the Justice League. That is yeah. set in the Arkhamverse. Um, that Arkhamverse style of mm-hmm. games, uh, I think, got delayed until May of 2023. Mm-hmm. I personally would have waited until after. Suicide Squad came out, you let everyone breathe a little bit, and it's like, hey, you guys want some more Batman? Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, everybody loves Batman, but they're pro- like, we don't want to get these Batman fatigue going on. We exactly. don't want no Batman f- And literally, you walk up to any person who even has a, an inkling of a love for Batman, and they probably already, if they were like, hey, if you could uh, pitch your Batman movie. I think everyone deep down has their own Batman movie pitch hidden deep down in there. Mm-hmm. Or spinoff. I know, I saw that smile there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you do. Yeah. Everybody loves it. But, you know, also, 
You have a diverse portfolio of different kinds of characters you can make a game about. DC right. is a really huge universe of characters, yeah. you know? So I totally agree with what you were saying. And it's also weird because it's like DC, I've, in, it's gotten better recently. But back in the day, I really thought that DC only really had a marketing strategy for the big three. You know, mm. Spire, uh, Sp- no, we Spider-Man. We've been talking about America Spider-Man and, and Superman. <laughs> Super, but Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman, right? Yeah. Those were the top three. Those were Iron all, Woman. Iron Woman. Yes, yes. Iron Heart. Yes, now, yes, yes. Yeah. Captain Spider. Captain and, Spider. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Captain Spider, good God. Well, now that there's a Captain America multiverse, that could legitimately happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, it's like the marketing strategy around that was like, oh, let's just push these three peeps and then we'll maybe throw the Flash in there. Or mm-hmm. Maybe throw Green Arrow there. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Ryan Reynolds, are you doing anything? Hey, make, let's make Green Lantern happen, mm-hmm. right? Turned out great for everyone involved. Yeah, well, without that, we wouldn't have Deadpool. So, That's yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it mm-hmm. did turn out well for everyone involved. And he got married. After and he got that. married. True. True. Good for him. And there are parts of that movie when they're on Oa. It's good. Yeah. You weaving can be trusted for anything. I will happily mm. die for, die for that man. He is mm. a great actor. He was he was in that. He was Sinestro, right? I believe you Mark mean? Strong was Sinestro. Oh, I was. I am yeah. so. Mistaken. Hugo Weaving was the Red Skull, though. I said Hugh Weaving. <laughs> Hugo Weaving. Yes, yeah. Hugo Weaving. Agent Smith. Mm. Great guy. Mm-hmm. But Mark Strong also loved me. Under, some Mark Strong underrated as yeah, all and he hell. got redeemed with Shazam. So he did. it did end up he balancing did. out for See, everyone. See, it yeah. worked out for exactly. everyone. And the Kingsman movies. Yes. Yeah. Under, underrated. Also a good comic series from what I was last True. Year. Actually a Marvel comic series. I, yeah. Would you look at yeah. that? Um, but to, to go back to my point a little bit, which I, I kind of lost a little bit, but like it feels like... I thought so, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was talking about Green Lantern, and I was yeah. like, this this seems like we went off yeah. course. A little bit of tangent, but no. We almost got a war. <laughs> but I think like in terms of like, especially video games and stuff, now that we're getting past that whole, oh, we all need to market the Trinity uh, style that DC has, like we can maybe get a new Green Lantern game or a Flash game, or I would love like an Aquaman game, even mm. though they did that way back when, and it's like the worst game ever made, or one of the worst games ever made. Um, get stuff. We get like a Vixen game. That would be that be dope. I mean, Vixen dope. just needs more exposure. Period. Overall, the as question. a character. The question. Oh, Ooh. either way, you know, we do Vic Sage question, yo. we do Renee Montoya question. Either or, yo, I am yo. down for it. Greatest, yes. good idea. Question: mm-hmm. L.A. Noir style game. Oh, that would be amazing. I want a show like a black and white mm. L.A. Noir style that, question show. That mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. The face doesn't have to look quite right because it's in black and white. Yeah. yeah. That way you can save yeah. money there. Mm-hmm. DC, we'll take That'd our checks. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We'll take our checks. Uh, <laughs> love some pitch to you. It's raining in LA. The streets are tough, but I'm tougher. <laughs> Wait, did you ask I'm the question? <laughs> yeah, so send us your checks, James Gunn. Yeah. You're hearing us. We're here. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but, and hopefully uh, with James Gunn taking over, there will be more time to explore minor characters like that. Because he he's has big fans into minor which, characters. Which people they wanted to see? Yeah, yeah. Like just this week, mm. he put out a tweet asking mm. my fans which minor yeah. characters they want to see. And I follow him on Instagram because I'm a normal person. <laughs> but um, he's been frequently just posting, you know, no caption images of Mr. Terrific and I, Lobo, I, both I, of which 
I'm so down to see it. I'm guessing that there's movies. Oh, that would be I'm, I'm a with Lobo spheres fanboy. going on. Well, yeah. you know, James Gunn is the perfect one to take these characters and then make them because I still love Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, because yeah. of what he did with them too. You know, I so didn't I'm even thinking, know like, about Guardians of the Galaxy before. That is true. That was also they were doing, yeah, it, right, yeah. So you know, if anyone's going to make it palatable to both, mm. I got my trust in him. Do I have? Too much trust? Am I? Am I? You know, gambling too high? I don't know, but he hasn't gone wrong so far. Yeah, you know? I don't, I don't and I'm a glass. Ha- I'm a propel bottle half full kind there of person. You go. Yeah. You know, so this kind of goes into. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's now got hands in both Marvel and DC because he's still working on Guardians. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's now the head of DC. Uh, the Rock has been pushing for a Marvel DC crossover. And he has a lot of DC push right now. Yep, especially and, Black Adam. And uh, though I'm going to deliver some, what might I hope that it is false. I literally right before coming here, mm-hmm. I saw the news. Uh, I'm about to two different points of news today on this, but uh, um, damn it, uh, the guy that plays Thor. Greg's Chris name. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Helmsworth. He said uh, just this week that he wants to have a DC versus Marvel movie because he wants to fight Aquaman, Jason Momoa. What? The, uh, the... But also just... Hair and beard and abs. No, right. no. The... I, I, I understand why. I get it. But Aquaman is like here and Thor... Is like here. He's in raising one hand higher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In terms of in terms of power, but also like, like okay, even with the Aquaman movie, I still feel like Aquaman is the butt of a lot of jokes. Because like you know, he's a guy who could talk to fish. We, we need okay, the, we need the kind of Justice cool League TV no. show I'm, Aquaman. I'm not saying yeah yeah, yeah. with the hook hand, with the yeah. harpoon. Yes yes. yes. I, and I'm not saying it is in the cool power, but like mm-hmm. in, in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of like, oh, you can talk to fit. Like, well, I always thought Aquaman was cool when the Injustice series came out. And then it's like, oh my God, he's literally commanding a shark to eat someone. That's so yeah. cool. I did not, I, I thought it was just going to be like, oh, the little minnow thing, like mm-hmm. with Super Friends mm-hmm. back in the day, right? But like, you're going up against a literal Norse god of thunder and. In violence, even like jokey Thor mm. would whoop Aquaman's kapow any day of the week. <laughs> well, not to get into spoilers, but as someone who recently saw uh, Wakanda Forever and saw how they adapted Namor, if you if you really go right with how powerful someone who is uh, has like this kind of ultimate control over the sea could be, yeah. You could mine that for something. But going back to that idea of a DC versus Marvel, like, they've done it a lot. They did the crossover series. Mm-hmm. They even did, did uh, the Amalgam series, yes. which I have a bit of a soft spot for. But, and this is going to be a hot take. I don't really think that they should cross. I just feel like the universes feel too different to kind of naturally meld with each other. I feel like they could cross until you get to Superman. Yeah. I feel like everything can mix until you get to Superman. Because DC characters are made to be unstoppable. Right. Or Marvel characters aren't necessarily. But you can get around that with most characters. Most people will accept their DC characters being yeah. kicked down in the dirt for a while. Mm-hmm. They won't with Superman. Mm. Yeah. But what That's would a good we, point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. But what would we gain from having a DC versus Marvel movie? Just the chance to see these characters? Untold amounts of fan service, yes. Yeah. Mm. 
Absolutely. Okay. That, okay. that will drive I want a that. lot. I want that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you could make the worst movie ever made mm-hmm. and put on the marquee Superman, Superman v. v Batman. Batman. Or Superman. Yeah, Batman or Superman. <laughs> With Jesse Eisenberg presiding, yeah, um, um, or you can put Superman v the Hulk, who really, let's be honest, is the only real person who could stand up against him. If he goes full world, world century, breaker, century two, but or, I mean, century hasn't of, been any of the yet. characters Marvel has created to be Superman, yeah, you know, um, yeah. Centurion or whatever his name is, Hyperion, 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 Hyperion. Hyperion. Yes. yeah, great, great character. Mm-hmm. I like Hyperion a lot, but like, I think Silver Centurion is that a thing? Silver Surfer. Silver Centurion. That's an armor from uh, yes. Iron Man. Yeah. Silver. Silver yeah, yeah. Oh, and the Scarlet Centurion is Kane the Conqueror in the future. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. yeah. We we got around to yeah. it. We got around <laughs> to it's it. It's all a Quick circle. <laughs> but I think like I think yeah. you, you raise an excellent point. Like yes, lo- like logistically, it makes all the sense in the world, right? That's why they did King Kong versus Godzilla again, mm-hmm. right? What do you want to see? Two beefy boys beat the beat the crap out of each other, right? That is, yeah, yeah. But that like is my Instagram bio, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> Zeke, why? <laughs> um, but um, but in terms of like story, there's literally no way you can make it work. Yeah. Like in terms of story, it is going to be a bad movie. Yeah, it's going to be a bad movie. Like the the Hayden, you had a great point about the tones. Marvel is way too jokey now especially after like thor ragnarok where it became like joke central um which i love thor ragnarok i adore thor ragnarok i think it's a great movie but i, I think after that it's kind of was like oh here's a joke and here's another joke mm-hmm. and here's a really heartfelt line mm-hmm. and then there's another joke right and i think like that won't really tie down to Man of Steel all around me or familiar face. Well, I like feel sad like boy a, Man of Steel. it says a lot that we haven't had any good, well, not like good, but any perfect, perfect is a hard word, uh, showings of Superman yet just through DC. That's true. It's like, we, how have we been talking about mixing them when DC can't even get Superman right yet? Well, I mean, the Christopher Reeve Superman was quite good, the original one. Uh, okay. okay you know, Christopher Reeve as Superman was good. Amazing. The movies are except not for, good. Except the for the first one. The first movie is the, pretty good. Okay, the first movie, if you were to speed it up by two times, is a great movie. I don't. I think. I think. I don't. I, I disagree yeah. only for the ending, because then Superman was just like, okay, I'll just reverse time. the Earth's yeah. surface and reverse no, time. Yeah. That one, I was like, oh, okay. That this, this and sucks. like the two, like the freaking twenty-minute sequence of just him and Lois Lane flying. I agree. Those are some. Those are not perfect, but. In terms of what it is, that's a movie that I feel like hits me hits me in the heart every time. I oh, I it. love it. I mean, I was yeah. literally, I was mm-hmm. trying, I went on an entire rant about it this week and made someone that's never watched it watch it. Oh, so, wow. Well, yeah, nice. that is. That is doing the Lord's work. Right <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, then let me ask you guys this. Mm-hmm. What do you all think is is right now the best, like, Superman adaptation, at least on, like, film or something like that? Oh, it's definitely Reeve. You think it's Reeve? Yeah. yeah I think well, it's as soon as a portrayal, it's got to be, you know? Yeah. Like, no one no one hit it out of the park like he did. I think, okay. And I, he gets defined by that role, but he is just a great actor overall. The comics changed because of it, and then every actor afterward has yeah. tried to adapt it. Yeah, he knew yeah. how to... He, he, was, he was able to make... He's not a huge man, but he was able to, with the way he talked, moved his body and everything, make you believe that he could go from Clark Kent to Superman and people wouldn't believe it. They're, my favorite mm-hmm. scene in it 
is a scene where he almost tells uh, Lois Lane Lois Lane that he's Superman. Mm-hmm. And she's in the bathroom and he stands up. He has a little moment. He kind of looks at his glasses and laughs to himself like, is, am, I, am I really about to do this? Yeah. yeah, I think I'm really about to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he just and, shrinks uh, back down. As soon as she comes out, because it's like, he's Superman, but he's still kind of a dork when it comes to ladies. Yeah. Because that, it's not a superpower he has. <laughs> like, he, he is a great like Clark Kent, mm-hmm. Superman, like Persona. Mm-hmm. He has yeah. great physicality. Mm-hmm. It's just a shame that the movies did not support that for him, yeah. especially Superman 4. And I feel like there's a lot of movies, other adaptions of the Superman story that don't play on that. Uh, maybe they just don't give their actors enough to really dig into. No offense yeah. to like the other actors, but um, Christopher Reeve was able to find, I mean, of course, he was a classically trained actor and a fantastic actor besides that, but he was able to find like the complexities between the living that dual life. Um, and like, even if it's not necessarily focusing on the secret identity thing, I feel like the way the other Supermans are written, they they don't allow them to dig into like the psyche of what it was actually like to be the most powerful man on the planet. I mean, the closest thing that comes to it, and this is a complete opposite, is Homelander and the boys mm-hmm. is like basically like the dark, his whole thing is that he's like the dark version of Superman. And I think that was the closest thing to um, someone like going back and trying to dive into what does it feel like to be the most powerful person in the er- on the earth, you know? Mm-hmm. While most other adaptions are either like, you know, his main thing is, oh, I'm trying to be good. Yeah. Or in the terms of Zack Snyder, oh, let's just do a bunch of religious Christ poses yeah. and see how that goes. Oh, he's yeah. God. Exactly. Uh, oh, wow. You had, to, you had to really roll out your shoulders. For oh, that. yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> Get so tense you're all, you're, talking about Superman. You, your shoulders are yeah. tired just carrying Superman on oh, your back. Well, oh, well. Definitely having to bring down the mood, we were talking about Chris Hemsworth and the news that I read right before coming here, and I, it might not be true, and if so, uh, in edit, we'll try to take this part out, yeah. uh, or we'll just keep it in and I'll look like an asshole. Uh, but it looks like he might be taking time off. He found out that he has a genetic predisposition to Alzheimer's disease. No. What? So. No. I just read that right before coming here. So that might, may or may not be true. Uh, Wow. Okay. Well, he should definitely take, see, this is. That's that's LA time, man. No. Yeah. They're they're pretty legit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad that he said legit. I'm like, okay, are you going to explain if that means yeah, it's good? That, <laughs> it's, it's, like, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty, the New York Times of LA, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. but um, no. Oh, it's, thanks for explaining. <laughs> see, this is the thing when it's so it's so weird because people get cast to play these characters that are basically that basically can never die, or if they do, they come back. You yeah. know, these like endless superheroes, and then like we saw in the case of like. Chadwick Boseman, for instance, where a character that was supposed to probably, probably Marvel expected to do like, you know, a whole series on him, but then just, you know, the people that we we hire, you know, we're human, you know, we, we're not, uh, we can't like, uh, you know, just be endlessly available and perfect and have these superpowers, so it's, I don't know, it's, sometimes it's, uh, it's sobering to have these sort of reality effects of like, you know, someone can play the most powerful person in the Marvel universe. You know, Hulk and fans can come at me for that, but, uh, you know, and nah, still have right. to, you know, deal with uh, really real medical issues like that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm not, 
obviously, like, I'm really, I'm shocked to hear to hear that, and I'm, I'm a very big Chris Hemsworth fan. I think he's a, he's a really great actor, and I think that. However, they decide to handle this. I think that Marvel will handle this with some pretty decent tact. Um, same thing that they did with uh, with Chadwick Boseman. Um, I think I think it's it, it really really dives into the into the conundrum of because these are like timeless superheroes. What do we do when the actors stop, mm-hmm. or like where when the actors die out? Because like. It took what a good like forty years before they decided to do another like live action. Super- oh, uh, I forget Superman Returns always exists. Everybody in my forgets hands. Superman <laughs> yeah. Returns exists. But uh, they did. It took like a good four years to like get another shot at Superman. Yeah. Right. Like what is and that was before really the big like MCU DCEU boom. Mm-hmm. So where so like. What's the time slot gonna be? Are they gonna like let it rest, or they're gonna introduce a new character, or like, because like you know Norse mythology, there's Thrud, the, the daughter of Thor, so you can be like, boom, mm-hmm. you know. That was a Norse mythology reference just dropped right yeah. here. This guy has played God of War. <laughs> I know what's up. Yeah. Valkyries, or like, are they gonna let Sif be like mm-hmm. Lady Sif be the Thor man, or are they gonna just cast another Hemsworth brother? Same thing they yeah. did with the, the Witcher. Witcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hey, Liam, you got another. Sword. Yeah. Or what Superman Returns would have been if he would have just punched one person. That would have it would have been a better. I never movie. have That's actually like, seen it, but I've heard that he doesn't punch a single person. He, he doesn't. Uh, it, it's so it's such a weird movie. There's parts of that movie though, especially at the beginning, that are really good. Yeah, like when he catches that plane. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, please know that flying is still the safest way to travel. Like, I don't know. It's very. That's, that's very <laughs> Superman. Yeah. That's felt, Superman. And, like, he he felt like Superman when he was in the suit, you know, enough. Yeah. Like, I just felt like they didn't give him any Superman things to do. Like, when you get shot in the eye, that's that's a lot. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> they really zoomed in on that bullet mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. did Put a, that right in the trailer. Part of the reason there is that, like, and I love the character. Let me be clear. But we don't need Lex Luthor to always be Superman's villain, especially yeah. because, like, for instance, they've never done a Superman movie where he's faced off against, like, Parasite, for instance, who's yeah. literally a character that can... Such, such amazing character. character. And for those out there that don't know, his whole power is that he can absorb the superpowers and the yeah. life force of other people. And he looks like a purple, like, goo monster. I know, I know. Like, would you not want to see that yeah. on the big screen? Or you Bizarro. Know? Oh, Bizarro, exactly. Br- yeah. I would kill for a Superman v. Brainiac film. Oh, don't get me started on a Superman v. Brainiac, you Superman know? Superman v. Brainiac? Please. I want to see the Bizarro story from Injustice. Because mm, the way that they wrote, great, yeah. yeah, the way that they wrote him in Injustice was my favorite Bizarro. Mm-hmm. Uh, my the only one that compares to that. Uh, that's Solomon Grundy. Never mind. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's my well, only. I liked when they did it with Red Hood and the Outsiders. Uh, uh, that Bizarro. one was good. That one was good. Where I it was like the. One, I'm sorry. It's... I know the comic, but I don't know what they do with him. So they so they turn him into he's like a genetic experiment that Lex Luthor made. And you know, Red Hood does like a look at the flowers, look at the pretty flowers, and it's gonna like pop, oh, yeah. a, pop a cap into him. And then he's like, um, "Bizarro, I'm happy to have friends finally." And then they like form like a great romance, and now he's like the king of hell. 
Yeah, they, they, they always gotta go funny. king of hell yeah. eventually. They always gotta go. He king grew of a hell. beard and then became the king of hell. Bearded Bizarro kind of does sound cool as. Well. He I looks mean, like cool as Capel. That was crazy. Superman with a beard is always better. Mm, I've always yep. said this. The mm. best, the best scene in Man of Steel is when he is that scene where he's saving people on from the oil, oil tanker, tanker, and he comes yeah. and he's got that beard and he's on fire and lifting, lifting Capel right up. It's like he looks fantastic. In the animated series, the Justice League uh, episode, there's one where he goes and like loses his powers on this snow. Like he, he essentially he's, he's, does. Uh, the, he's vibing with Vandal Savage in that one, right? Yeah. yeah. He essentially. Yes. He kind of looks like you're talking about. Yeah. He kind of looks like he did the, uh, the the Liam Neeson movie where he fights wolves. Ah, uh, yes, The Gray. The Gray. On Netflix, if you want to see. The Gray slaps. The, the, the Gray, gray slaps hard. It's just like I love the idea that like Superman, even without his powers, mm-hmm. can survive and is still a bad kapow. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He is much back of pal. Yeah. Also, Liam Neeson is a back of pal because he survives the gray. He's a, he's a bad and zoinks right there. <laughs> he is a, a bad, major zoinks. He's Liam a bad uh, zoinks mother jinkies right there. He is just amazing. Well, we have more to discuss, but uh, I feel like we've rambled for at least one episode long enough. I feel yeah. like we can make the uh, second half of our yeah. news another episode. That way, if people Sounds want to good. hear more news from our voices, they can mm-hmm. click on the next one. And if not, they can uh, never have to listen they to us again. Leave. That's true. Before we go, though, I heard a uh, mention before of naming, just quickly, the worst comic we ever read. Yeah. Oh, okay. Spitting that out real quick? I, I have one. I just bought mine. Really? Yeah. Like, like just recently, I found it for a dollar. What is it? Gunfire. What is it about? He's a character that... <gasps> is it the thing where he, anything he holds turns into a gun? Yeah, but not like transforms into a gun. Cartoon. It just shoots just the shape of whatever he's holding. So like if it's like, I were to grab this chair, it would just shoot the chair. Yeah, like it would be like... Shape of a phone fired at you. Oh, Shape God, of it's, headphones. Oh, like, God, it, pick, it's Wonder Twins. Could he pick up a dog and then use that as a gun? I don't know. Please. But honestly, that is a ridiculous idea. But I think if anyone could do it, James Gunn would knock that out of the park. I get knock it. That. His Peacemaker name Season is 2. Gun. Peacemaker Season 2. I Let's could hope see for gunfire. In, in like uh, Doom Patrol. Yeah, something like I that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I got one. So this this provides a little. This, so this needs a little bit of backstory, right? So this is uh, World Wrestling Federation, mm-hmm. World Wrestling Entertainment, as it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the top three baby faces were like Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, and the Ultimate Warrior. And the Ultimate Warrior was this guy who came out in, in like face paint. He had long flowing hair. He was from built from parts unknown. Like he was the he was like he was a guy who wouldn't sell, wouldn't take any wrestling moves, and just you know wreak havoc. Right? He went over. Uh, he beat Hulk Hogan to win the, like the WWE Championship, like WrestleMania six. That was like his claim to fame. The guy behind that, I think his name was Jim Good before he ch- legally changed his name to Warrior. He legal, so this guy mm-hmm. legally changed his name to Warrior. Mm. So he left. As we all will. As we all will. Mm-hmm. So he left because uh, re- the Wrestling Federation was going through a steroid trial, and he very clearly had steroids in his system, as most of them did. <laughs> well, you know, just get out of bed in the morning. Sometimes just, you just need yeah, you know, you just, you you know, need put some HGH yeah. in there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so... But after like a year after the tri- trial was out, he was brought back because Ultimate Warrior was a big draw. And basically he held the company hostage 
and he forced them to promote and advertise his comic book, mm. which is called Destrucity. Hmm. Oh my god. D E S T R U C I T Y. Distrucity. Another one of my high school nicknames. Oh God. Oh God. oh God, no. And it is it is so bad. It is so unbelievably bad. Like he, he wrote it in the style of his promos, which means it makes zero sense. This mm. is this is a review of it from TVTropes.org. Um it was called Warrior, but it was also also called Distrucity. So it depicts the adventures of the warrior. That's his, that's the name of the comics. His quest to match the philosophy of distrucity and journey through the terrain of testament to set right what was wronged. Uh, it is a deep, horribly mangled combination of Michael Moorcock-inspired fantasy, Sun Tzu-style ramblings, bad artwork a la Rob Leafield, and a convoluted plot that makes the ending of Neon Jellivus Evangelion look like a picnic. Um... And shout out tvtropes.org. Shout out tvtropes.org and shout out to Neon Jellivus and Evangelion. It's a great anime. But the kicker is there is a scene where here's an issue where he is fighting against Santa Claus. And he does, he does things to him that I don't think we can talk about on this show. But uh, it's not for the faint of heart, and it is absolutely terrible, and it's like a car crash. You just can't look away. So, Distrucity, if anyone wants to look at Distrucity. Wow, nice. Uh, that's a good way to traumatize your listeners. Yeah. And anyone who wants to never read comics again, yep. start with Distrucity. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I, I don't think I can match that. Yeah. So, I'd have to say the worst comic I ever read was The Boys Comic. I it's read not the a boys good comic. comic. It's not a good I'm comic. I'm so glad. A Every while time I ago, say this, people think yeah. I'm crazy. No, no, you're not crazy. It is just a. It is nothing is more kablammed up than that comic. First For the of sake all, of it, yeah, no. it's like it doesn't add to the story. They're just like, you know, what's the worst thing we can do in any scenario, and it doesn't. Then go from there. Yeah, yeah. There's no like satirical, like it's like satirical and only the like. The, the smallest possible definition of the word. Right. It is just over the top in the worst ways. It's gratuitous without purpose. Um, the plot isn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters aren't great. It falls into every, like, bad trope. Uh, spoiler alert, but, like, the only main black character gets killed first, for instance. Yeah. And, um, or, like, the only, um, you know, like... All the female characters treated really terribly, oh. like throughout the whole thing. Starlight just gets. It's uh, terrible. It's terrible. But it's not done as like, in the show, it's done specifically so that it calls out comics. But in the comic, that's what he says he's doing. But like, it's it's done so much where it's like, well, now you're just doing it yourself though, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, which is makes it all the more amazing that the show is so good because they were able to reverse. I actually held off watching the show until I actually, like you, when you were uh, sick and then watched Breaking Bad, I got COVID over the summer and then was like, ah, I guess I'll finally watch The Boys. And, like, I was holding off specifically because it was such a bad comic, so I was just so surprised how they ended up just... It was everything the comic wanted to be done right with just, like, better writing across the board. Yeah. So, that's all I gotta say. Never read the comic, definitely watch the show, Amazon Prime. I 100% agree. I waited to watch the show. That's mm-hmm. I really appreciate you saying that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, gentlemen, uh, I really enjoyed talking to you this, this was, evening, this awesome. and uh, I'll talk to you again later this evening. But to the listener, it might be later in your day or later in your week, month, year, <laughs> maybe never. <laughs> maybe never. You have such poetry. Maybe just monstrosity uh, <laughs> put everything off. Maybe this is a. Maybe this one's on me. Guys. <laughs> it hasn't been your day, your month, or even your year. Mm. Uh, you can check out the comic catch up where we spread catch up on our comics. Wait, no, that's something like that. We do something yeah, yeah, similar yeah. to. Yeah, we're, we're working the. We have we're, a couple packets of catch up on we, standby. We might have messed up. A couple of comics. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> They're really nice comics that we messed up. We're Delicious. so sorry. What? Superman um, no. is not bleeding in this comic. It turns out it's just ketchup. Uh, it turns <laughs> out it's it's uh, he's winning, actually, if you just take the ketchup off. It just looks like he's not with the ketchup He was off. eating fries, and it kind of like just went over him, and it was like he couldn't, he couldn't really clean it off. The problem so. is that I got these from the library. Have fun with those feed. Thank you for listening. Uh, I've been Hayden Hamilton. I've been Kobe. And I have been Zika. And this is uh, reporting from Emerson College, the Comet Ketchup. Thank you. Boo-boo. Kapow. Kapow. <laughs> <laughs>